Welcome to I Know Mom podcast hosted by me, Alejandra, the daughter, and my mom, Cindy. That's me. This podcast is going to talk about all things mom and daughter, the teenage years, our adoption, and all that lovely motherly advice I give my daughter that she should be listening to. I know, mom. Hey, mom. Hey, Andra. How you doing? Good, good. I'm so excited today. We have another special guest on our show, and she is Maddie Thompson. And she is a wife, a mother, and the founder of a top eyebrow product brand and a fearless truth teller. She isn't afraid no matter the cost to stand up for victims of sexual abuse and exploitation. Maddie and her husband also bought a $17,000 table from Wayfair. She is what we call woke and continues with her ever-growing platform to wake people up to the truth, corruption, and disgusting reality of the world. She has made risk in standing up for the truth and she is here today to share with us. So let's welcome Maddie to our podcast. Hey, Maddie. <laughs> hey, I'm so excited to be here with you guys and just so excited to be able to talk to you guys and kind of fill you in on life as a very busy person with doing a lot of different things. <laughs> yeah, I just had a podcast with Adele, which I know you, you know him. It's just mm-hmm. kind of going to be an interesting perspective to get this from also a woman's perspective, but mm-hmm. also a mom. We have a lot of <laughs> listeners who are moms out there. And of course, my mom is the host too, but all of all of her daughters are older. So it's kind of going to be interesting perspective to get it from a young mom, kid's mom. You guys meet. I've started following her on Instagram. I've I think I actually saw you when everything happened with Wayfair, which I know you can touch on. You don't have to touch on that, but Mm -hmm. you and your husband posted that Wayfair. You guys buying that $17,000 couch. I think that's when I kind of saw you and I was like, whoa, what is this? (laughs) And I was like, this is interesting. So, um, yeah. And then we met in person Mm -hmm. at the... March, mm-hmm. right? That's yeah. in Phoenix, the one that Adele put on. Yes. Yes. And he actually, we grew up near each other. And so that is kind of how I know him. We've been, I guess, very distant high school friends. I graduated high school like 12 years ago. So, you know, we, we kind of started posting more of the same kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think that he felt confident that I wouldn't call him crazy when he reached out to me asking for help. <laughs> yeah. <exactly>. Yeah. <laughs> That's how we all feel. We all feel like we're crazy. As we start uncovering these things, it's like, well, I can't tell anybody this, right? Because they're going to think I'm crazy. Exactly. And you you said that to me, mom. My mom knew about this stuff for a long time. And she was slowly trying to get me to see it and like open up, tell me about this stuff. And so then I start, she's like, just do your research. Just be able to put it in your mind and know that this person's not like crazy. And so Mm -hmm. I started doing research and stuff and I kept getting deeper and deeper and deeper. And I'm like, holy moly, this is insane. And my mom was Mm -hmm. like, okay, you gotta like not tell anyone because (laughs) you're going to sound crazy and people aren't going to believe it needs to slowly come out and progress and I was like okay mom totally so I a really funny story about that is my brother-in-law has always been a super huge quote-unquote conspiracy theorist now that's like such a trigger word for me I'm like do not label me a conspiracy theorist (laughs) like I'm like what a way to shut someone down but anyways I used to be like you are such a conspiracy theorist you didn't think that 9-11 was you know the whole 9-11 thing Mm -hmm. um all these sort of things and I'm like you are kind of a nut 
<laughs> but yeah. then like when you really start going down the rabbit hole and you start uncovering these kind of truths, you're like, wow, the world, honestly, you kind of have like a moment where you have a existential crisis. You're like, what is the world that I knew before? Mm-hmm. And, but anyways, now I apologize to him. I'm like, I'm so sorry for dismissing not dismissing because I never did that to his face but kind of bad his back, which is so bad <laughs> that's but how you know it starts I mean? <laughs> yes. um, and when you start uncovering one truth it, it really makes you question all of your beliefs to to an extent about leadership the world and everything I think that I remember before before this whole COVID thing happened mm-hmm. I remember as telling my friend when you were talking about sex trafficking mm-hmm. and I was like I don't even understand the concept like it does not even make sense to me I don't understand it like I mm-hmm. I just couldn't understand I couldn't put the I because I didn't know the pieces to the puzzle or anything like that mm-hmm. and and she's like yeah neither do I like everyone says sex trafficking but what does that really mean then COVID happened and it it really opened my eyes. At the beginning of COVID, I stumbled across this one uh, Instagram who actually sells lip scents. She's awesome. Her name's Jalen. And she is the one that started posting things. And one of my friends sent me her stuff and had like was like, have you heard of Q? And I'm like, no, I have no idea what Q is. And she's like, watch this girl's highlights. And so I start going through it. And I'm like, it, it like enveloped. It, mm-hmm. it really just takes over my life for a few weeks. And I start... And I watched Out of Shadows and The Fall of Cabal. Mm-hmm. And those two things jam-packed with actual facts, photographical evidence, mm-hmm. emails, and everything like that. It's it, it's too concrete. The evidence is too concrete to ever return to your normal reality again. So then I start, you know, really putting the pieces to the puzzle. Back in March is when I kind of started learning about all this. And I'm like, I sent my mom this thing. I was like, mom, I think that. Because there's this post that this girl posted was kind of predicting the future. Like, Oprah is going to go to prison. Ellen's going to, you know, the whole list of celebrities that, that you cannot even fathom and then all of a sudden it starts coming to fruition and in March I was enveloped in it and it really took over my life and I started posting about it and I people had people were doing like mental wellness checks on me because they're like what is going on with her <laughs> which is why you don't tell people right <laughs> I know I know and my thing is I totally know I'm like oh my gosh the thing is with me is that if it's something that I'm convicted of in my heart that I know is true without a shadow of a doubt um, I have that confidence that I just can't hold back. I will tell people. And right. so it started with that. Actually, no, you know what? Before COVID, it started with a lot of things that truths that I found out about vaccinations mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. a lot of like the the lies, the manipulation, the, you know, the, the brainwash that goes into the whole agenda on that. And just like a lot of mistruths, misinformation and everything like that. And then how it's censored. I think that the right. first thing that really showed me censorship was the whole vaccine situation. Yeah. And that made me lose trust in government and CDC and these health organizations who really don't really do not promote health at all in any sense of the word. So then I was going to say on the vaccinations, you know, like on our food packages, we know what's inside all our food. Yeah. I'm told what's inside our vaccinations. That's mm-hmm. going into our bodies. Mm-hmm. Why do we not have full disclosure of what's in there and what's the effects of that? Yeah. And like the weighing the pros and cons, like, am I scared that I'm going to get the flu right. more than my health? Right. My right. actual health? Or is getting the flu boosting my health? Exactly. Boosting my immune system. So yeah, and it's like I posted this one survey question and I said, Who of you have ever read the insert from a vaccination? It looks like a manual, like little printed manual, and it shows all the ingredients and ninety-seven percent of people have never ever read one. Mm-hmm. To me, I mean there's it 
tells you the side effects from vaccines are autism, mm-hmm. uh, autoimmune issue, you know, death, mm-hmm. SIDS, all this stuff. And, you know, we're just made out to be fools when we believe everything that people tell us about our lives and we don't trust our own God-given instincts about our health, you know? Yeah, so that was my first taste of no one cares about my life and my children's life more than I do. And so that was kind of my first, you know, real taste of that. And then I started reading this stuff about the Great Awakening or football or what have you. Mm-hmm. And what I saw and what I watched was too powerful it's like when you know the truth, you can't go back to the life that you used to have, you know? Agree. And so Agree. it makes you, like, as much as I'd love to just go back to, like, you know, thinking that all of them were great. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Listening to, like, Super Soul Sunday with, <laughs> I don't even know. But um, I thought of all of the children that these people have tortured, tormented, mm-hmm. killed, sexually abused. All that at the, all that, basically just making a mockery of them, you know? And it really struck a chord with me. And it resonated mostly because I think that, well, first of all, I'm just outspoken. I'm not sure if you guys have done like an Enneagram test, but I'm like a number eight. And I basically, when I have the truth, I can't not tell it. I'm a, I'm a leader and I'm a motivator. And also the, the other thing that kept me from not keeping my mouth shut was the fact that I have been, when I was five, I was sexually abused by my friends down at a sleepover. Mm-hmm. And so I had like that teeny little taste of an empathy of what a child must go through in these situations. And I looked at my daughters who are almost five and a year and a half. And I just can't live with myself not not really being open and honest and vocal about everything that I learned. So So are you familiar with, I think her name is Anneke Lucas. Have you looked at her videos at all? No. I just watched her today. She was trafficked, I think from age eight to 13. I probably got those years wrong. I think I know who you're talking about. She is she the blonde one that um, this is the dark haired one, but she's from Belgium. There's a lot yeah. more videos coming out now, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. And people sharing their truths about what happened to them, which actually helps, you know, state that this we're not making this up. People, you know, this is happening and it's happening mm-hmm. in bigger numbers than anyone can possibly mm-hmm. believe. And if unless you do the research and see what's going on. Yeah. And people are just expendable to these people and our culture if we do not stop where it's headed we -hmm. are just mind controlling they are mind controlling their the whole entire world that sexual exploitation all of these like sexual like little dances all these things that little girls are doing getting on the internet earlier and earlier on tiktok and all these kind of Mm -hmm. things Mm -hmm. is going to be the downfall of society as we know it and yeah i just it's crazy hearing the accounts of these people who have been trafficked. And I think that the most like triggering thing that people say is like, oh, like the pizza gate is a conspiracy. I'm like, no, it's not. It's just so, once you know this information, it's just so offensive almost that, mm-hmm. that, that people will not seek truth to, that they are just okay having it kind of like handed to us by the media who has a different agenda. And I think that that is one of the hardest things. A few years ago, I learned the term cognitive dissonance when it's like, the term means like when you're, when you cannot, basically your mind cannot accept a fact or else that a fact that is different than your reality or your interpretation of something. And so mm-hmm. you just like shut mm-hmm. off basically. Yeah. And what's that called again? 
cognitive dissonance. Oh, okay. Okay. So it, it's like, it would be like someone saying that our favorite celebrities are involved in a elite pedophile ring. And whenever they post about pizza, they are talking about they're basically ordering a child. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. it is us saying, no, it can't be. No, yeah. no. No, they wouldn't. No. Yeah. And then, yeah. and then just end conversation there. <laughs> and right, so yeah. I guess if you're listening, I just really encourage you guys to these kinds of things because they are so real. And if you have kids, your kids are, your kids are in danger falling into, into this in some shape or form, either getting exploited on the internet, you know, just groomed to think that it's okay to for an adult to have feelings for you and to be sexual with you. Who knows? Like a lot of these kids like could think that this is normal activity and okay. And so kind of like standing up to this is like our only chance as a, as a really as a country and as a world to stop this or right. re- retract. Well, there's a couple, yeah, there's a couple things, right? Because we have to stop the activity that's going on. And I think mm-hmm. people have to keep talking about it until, you know, Main Street Media doesn't have a choice. They need to talk about it too, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. and more and more people, these famous people, whether they're government, actors, musicians, and athletes, right? It covers the whole gamut, mm-hmm. right? There has to be some truth-telling going on, and there needs to be some arrest. Mm-hmm. But even after all that happens to stop it, all these poor kids, all these poor survivors... Mm-hmm. We need to fix them so they don't become the next generation because they say that a large yep. majority of those people who abused were abused. Mm-hmm. Totally. A hundred percent. Yeah. We, I think that one of the biggest things that I learned from that March that Alejandro and I were at, there needs to be, and obviously I know this in my own life because I've done a lot of therapy myself. And so it's my husband because he was sexually abused as well. We, you don't just save a trafficked child and then mm-hmm. their life is butterflies mm-hmm. and glitter you have to like that they need intensive like mm-hmm. intensive therapy yeah. um and just coping mechanisms and just kind of like they have to be completely rewired to mm-hmm. to to be in the world as a functioning healthy human being and i think that that is such a sad the sad part my husband and i have both have had times when our sexual abuse has like changed the way that we thought of things in life or, you know, change our actions or something in some way. And that is on such a different scale than a person who has been sold. Yeah, that's true. So I, I just, the education and the acceptance of our world that there can be more than one, there can be one more than one message in this world of hope being that there can be more than one movement going on at once. I think that's something that is super odd to me as well is people which is, you know, this is, this is brought on by the media. They're saying this, so they're creating this message and people are just propagating it, but that this is taking away from a different movement that's going on right now. Mm -hmm. And I think that that is really sad too, because this movement has, is not limit itself to color, age, race, gender. Yeah. Anything. So um, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Our country. It doesn't make you what country you're from. It's all across the world. Plus this isn't new. This isn't new. This has been happening for like centuries. This is not, this is something that has gotten worse because of COVID. And it's just like, we need to open our eyes and, really like look at this and be serious about it and it just that's like the thing it kind of just like upsets me upsets me the most is people are the media too and putting us into like this is one thing and this is another thing we need to focus on this 
matter more and it's like why are we why are we separating the groups why aren't we just working together and really helping all of the matters like why do right. we put one over the other it just right it's, because it's super is, frustrating this is the their goal is just divide us separate us and mm-hmm. more than anything to not to not get let this part of the world stop you know mm-hmm. if this stops for many then you know what their identity can't go on anymore you know i think the hiding of what's going on with the children is causing many of the other things to do right i think that's one of their goals is to hide what's happening with the children so let's mm-hmm. talk about this let's talk about that anything mm-hmm. but let's not talk about huge major problem that's going on in the world and that's children are being and so if we try to give you a reason why you can't talk about it they're hoping that they can shut this down and i think main people's goal right now is you're not going to shut us up Mm -hmm. too many kids um and it's got to stop and so totally so tell me for someone like this they're totally in shock right now that this is the first time they've heard of it where did you start your discovery do you have any good recommendations for people to start digging into this Yes. Shadows is something that I would highly recommend. Mm -hmm. It is a video on YouTube and it is all about the corruption in Hollywood from two huge stuntmen that were in the industry and they worked with celebrities for over 40 years, I think that they said. And then with Liz Crokin, which is basically the reporter and the person who broke Pizzagate. There's like a whole segment about Pizzagate and it's super, just super well done, super potent and it's under an hour. And then my other one that I would definitely recommend watching is uh, Fall of Cabal that is on YouTube and parts one through 10. Make sure that you watch all 10 parts because google censors and like really tries to bury part five four and five i've never watched that one i've seen other shadows but i haven't seen that one i'm gonna check that one out so pizzagate i brought that up to my friends a couple weeks ago and they're like we've never heard of that so in a nutshell how would you define what's going on with what the pizzagate is all about because i was struggling to explain it so (laughs) this one is like very multi-layered very Mm -hmm. very deep and dark and disgusting actually but but basically pizzagate is the belief that celebrities and politicians are involved in an elite sex trafficking and pedophilia ring and they do satanic rituals and they sacrifice children and all of this disgusting sexual stuff with children and they classify the different kinds of kids that they are ordering as pizza like so cheese pizza pepperoni pizza hot dog and they're all they all refer to little boy little girl like infant and all those kind of things and this all kind of started out with the wikileaks uh leak of hillary clinton's email so this and, all, and it was a warner weiner whatever his name anthony weiner yeah yeah thank you yeah his <laughs> laptop right it was his mm-hmm. laptop that that they there were some videos of some activity going on there yes mm-hmm. and all of hillary clinton's emails as well and so yeah and there was a there's a video on there called i think that he entitled if I am in danger, use this. I can use this to get out of jail free kind of card. And it was actually oh, oh a very, gosh. very incriminating, disgusting video of Hillary and his wife. Just, it's disgusting with this little girl. So I guess like these investigators, NYPD investigators, they all threw up watching it. So basically what happened is that got out, Trump won, which no one was expecting either. And they, this is like the sum of all fears. You know he he hates them, <laughs> and yeah. he also and, and has this... mutual. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they and, <hate> him too. <laughs> yep. and he has all of this 
horrible incriminating information on them and really his his whole his whole goal of his presidency is to eradicate human trafficking many have have said that this actually like covid the like was released to to kind of be a stall stall the world from kind of finding out but anyways yeah it's like a false flag like once again Mm -hmm. don't pay attention to what we're finding out about human trafficking let's pay attention to covid right Mm -hmm. it's moving our attention to something else so we don't have time and Mm -hmm. we don't have to we don't we can just find out putting the news cycle on what the real story is about yeah but i think they did that wrong because i mean we all had more time at home we're all on the internet so it's like when we see some one of our social media influencers you know they see us and everything and we see these posts you know then we're like, okay, what's this about? Let me look up this. Yeah, yeah. after we all got done watching Tiger King, we were like, oh, what do I read now, right? <laughs> right. It seems like that was so long ago. Wasn't that like in another life? Seriously, that feels like forever <laughs> ago. That was the beginning of COVID. We all watched that within the first two We weeks. all watched it. And yeah. we all thought that that was the weirdest thing that we've ever seen. And then just wait a few weeks and the world is just Gone. spiraling, yeah. spiraling, spiraling. Yeah. So I just feel like, the that's the best place to start follow cabal all 10 parts um i would honestly download if you're really wanting to seek truth on all these matters you need to download a web browser that is not censored like google is or safari so i would download there's a few different kinds but ecosia e-c-o-s-i-a is one of the best ones that I've used it doesn't have any political agenda and nothing that that just will bury content. So that's really good. So if you're gonna if you're gonna um, watch those videos, watch it on there so they won't bury all of the videos. I was digging one. You know how you you go down those rabbit holes and you start reading and then you find mm-hmm. another thing you start reading. Right, and mm-hmm. all of a sudden you're ho- it's midnight. You're like, oh my gosh, where'd my night go? But I hit this one website that said, once you see this, you can't go back. And I was like. All right, that was a warning to me, and I didn't, I didn't push a button. I'm like, I think I don't want to see whatever's behind that that piece of information. But I've always wondered, you know, how where how far did I get down that rabbit hole? Was I going to start seeing the real pictures and all that stuff? You know what I mean? I was really terrified at that point. And it yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those things that honestly, there 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 have been parts of this whole awakening for myself that I'm like I'm like I'm a changed person like I I and you know it's like the cycle I'm like I don't know if I have faith in the world at all and then like all the other events happened in the world and then you know just so many things and I but my faith grows in the world when I can see people coming together for a really good cause like human trafficking and really bringing light to that and really being able to actually help end this and so that's one thing that I'm actually able to have hope for the world in is that but yeah I've there have been times when I have gone too far down the rabbit hole and I have to like take a deep breath and go on a run or get endorphins to like, I don't know. But it's, I mean, it definitely, anyone that has really researched any of this, I think that we've all had those moments that it's depressing. Yeah, I definitely have lost sleep over like things. <laughs> like I will try not to think about it, but like it's just knowing, I mean, my biological mother, she, she was sexually assaulted when she was younger and she had me by an older man. And so to me, this is like, like I've been super into this. This is like, I advocate for this. I adv- This is like something I like deeply care about and want to change. And so 
when I get, when I like get into the, get into stuff like on your page, on little Mm -hmm. miss Patriots page, Liz Crockins page, I'm like thinking about it in my mind. like, how, how can I like help? How can I inform more people? How can more people get involved? Yeah. After, I mean, I think that especially in today's age and of just where we are in the world and how much censorship there is, and this sounds so minuscule, but it makes a huge impact, is mm-hmm. posting about it and not being afraid to be, to tell your truth. There's things that I don't touch on on my social media a lot because, you know, it's just genuinely too sensitive for people to, people have just too many sensitivities to it, but I will... I think that the biggest thing that people can do to advocate for it is make people, shake people, make people aware of it and just be able to, this dying age of real information to be the, maybe the only truth, truth and only reason why someone may, may see it and may be able to see the signs of sex trafficking, may be able to see, you know, just open their eyes to what the reality and the actuality of the world is. I, you know, I, my husband and I definitely took a risk in posting about these kind of things because A, for our family's safety, um, we, I mean, we didn't know that, that buying that table was going to go viral. And there were definitely some very weird things after the fact that happened, but never like let the fear that something's going to happen to you or that someone is going a relationship is going to end or anything like that you have to you have to want for humanity you want to want you have to want better for humanity and for your children and for you know the world than your own insecurities about you looking weird you know yeah. and the yeah. use of your factor to keep us quiet that's the whole yeah. thing yeah we're gonna make you be afraid we're gonna make you we're gonna dox you we're gonna make your life miserable so y'all better mm-hmm. just shut up and follow the green mm-hmm. plan because we're going to, it's not going to be pleasant. Yeah. And so I just think that, you know, like how many, how many amazing people that you aspire to be in history have been against the grain, have been truth tellers, have been, you know, um, if you guys are believers in God and Jesus, mm-hmm. like, like, look at, like, look at that. Like, yeah. That yeah. was the ultimate world, sh- like saying you're a conspiracy theorist, you know? Yeah, true. Um, so I just think that this is what life is all about, is being able to say, this is my truth. I believe in it. And what a more beautiful way to be who you are than speaking up for children. This should not yeah. be... This should not be something scary at all, especially because it because it goes so deep that it affects my children. Because I'm learning about all of these toys that the industry is grooming my children with. Yeah. Um, yeah. What was that yeah. latest toy that just came out? How did you ask with, me about with that? With the trolls, with that troll doll. Yeah, yeah. and the late the latest one today that I posted on my story was these LOL dolls. You put them oh, in yeah, ice I've water. Heard of those. And they have these little baby dolls. If you put them in ice water, they they grow like lingerie on their body. Why? And they are the number the number one selling toy in the world. I've, so, I've bought I've bought those for like one of my friend's daughters before mm-hmm. because she told me those are her favorite things. Mm-hmm. So I bought them, but I had no idea. And one of them, one of one of the dolls, if you put her in ice water, has a pizza on her back. No, a no piece way. of pizza. I promise you guys, it's crazy. And so these little things like that, the way that the social media culture is. I, a few weeks ago, I stumbled across this little girl that was dancing on her. I think that I didn't know this, but she's on like toddlers and tr or not, yeah, or dance moms or something like that. I don't mm. know. Is that a show? Dance yeah, moms. I think so. Yeah, it is. 
And these little girls, I mean, they mm-hmm. are just put on this pedestal and just provocatively dancing and have all these provocative posts and poses of them. And so it's just really, we're becoming a world that's catering to the sickness mm-hmm. of pedophilia. Mm-hmm. And, and I just think that this is how we wake people up. Post about those toys. Post about, so people stop trusting the world. The world has the same intentions and hopes for your kid that you do. Because it's mm-hmm. not true. And unfortunately, people, a lot of people that run the world absolutely do not have the best intentions for humanity. And I guess, you know, the famous, the famous saying, follow the money. <laughs> and it goes as, it goes high up in religious affiliations, in mm-hmm. business, and in political. And so, yeah, I think that one of the biggest things that you can do is just, when you see something, say something. And don't be afraid. I think that whenever I fear anything, it makes me, it takes away from who I am and it takes away from like my authenticity of that I pride myself in, you know? Mm-hmm. So I would definitely say that as far as like the, the way through our stuff, I wish that I could say more as Tim Ballard said, and I quote him, that kids are bought and sold on every single platform in this world and on the internet and on not on the dark web, but on actual www. So I don't want to say more than that, but I want you guys to know that this is not a conspiracy and that, you know, there's hundreds of thousands of children, millions of children who are waiting for us and who are praying for us to speak up. One of my biggest regrets ever when I was at my office, these two little girls walked in, One, they were like 11 and 12 and they were labor trafficked. They came in selling expired snacks and they had um, a man that would drop them off in a van. And I asked them, I like, I mean, I interrogated them. I was like, are you guys okay? Are you guys, is he forcing this you to do this? This is here in Arizona. Yeah. Is he forcing you to do this? Is he like, is he, are you guys uh, getting threatened? Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, these girls had, like, these the script that they would repeat to me. And I could tell that it was scripted. And, I I mean, I kept them there at my office. And I, I just questioned them and questioned them and questioned them. And their boss was calling. I mean, they, they told me that they worked 12-hour days and they couldn't eat or drink until they sold their boss. And they got paid, on average, six, $6 a day. I called the police, but they got there before, after the guy left. And I even questioned him, which was kind of stupid to do now thinking about it (laughs) but but I wish and I think about those girls all the time and I wish that I knew more about trafficking when this happened because I would have it would have just ding like a bell would have gone off in my head I'd be like oh this is this is trafficking they're getting trafficked right now because trafficking can look like a lot of things it doesn't have to look like some some different ethnicity kid with a white guy on an airplane like it it can look like you know labor trafficking it can look like sex trafficking it can look like your uncle pimps you out to his friends so just like a ton of different things and I just think that it's always better to speak up to speak your truth in to maybe you might be wrong and you might look bad but to I would rather err on that side than err Mm -hmm. on the side of not doing enough Mm -hmm. so one of the things I wrote today which was very powerful was that any kindness that you show to these children so like in your case you show them kindness will have an absolutely lasting effect for them especially those kids that are being trafficked and Mm -hmm. so just know that in that moment you show them kindness and that is what gives them strength to know that they can get past this. So mm-hmm. even though you didn't do, you felt like you didn't do more, you might 
been a lot more powerful to them than you even realize. Yeah, I mean, I definitely told them that that none of the stuff that they were telling you was normal. I'm like, you only make six dollars a day. Yeah. Like you know, so hopefully, I mean, I don't. I hope. I really hope, and it's one of my. I live with that regret of letting them get away, and I just hope that one day that I will see those girls again, and you know, I I can help them in some way. But until then, I'm going to save potentially millions of others by speaking my truth. (laughs) <laughs> yeah good for you good so I have one last question I want to ask yeah before we wrap this up yeah so we have a lot of mom listeners out there and I know you have a five and a one-year-old mm-hmm. how are you teaching your kids are you teaching kids about human trafficking are you teaching them the signs like what are some things that you as a mom are doing to inform your kids about what's going on are you informing them are you like what are the yeah. what, what are the signs so I think that there's a few things. First of all, it depends what age your kid's at. Um, but telling them that people, some people do not have good intentions for them and that some people are scary is actually a healthy thing for a kid because it will teach them that they can't trust everyone. And it's a good thing to have boundaries. One of the things that we do, my husband and I are dedicated to doing, is actually saying the correct name of genitalia in our private parts. So that's something that's very important. Another one is making sure that they know that they can always talk to us and always be open with us. So I think that that's super important because sexual abuse is just, is more prevalent than sex trafficking. So I think that that's Mm -hmm. something that, and you know, one kind of feeds into another sometimes. The third, or the fourth thing is, is that just being, just making sure that they, that I know who the babysitter is, where they are and no sleepovers because mm-hmm. not only and especially people with older kids mm-hmm. absolutely oh. being in control of their internet access mm-hmm. so important I see so many kids on the internet and you know just kind of have free reigns and that is so scary so basically just just tell your kids like real real reality that not everyone has great intentions for them and teach them things like if they see someone at the park that's scaring them or like that's taking them or anything like that to just scream. So those are my number one through whatever numbers I just named. So I um, think that sleepover things is key because no one's ever said that before. Mm -hmm. And that's, you hear so many stories of you were sleeping over at somebody's house and then their older sibling did something or the father did something so that is the first time i've heard anyone mention that and that is a critical item i think that people don't think about yeah i honestly when you said that i was like wow that's actually really powerful and i think that should be like a a huge that would be a huge impact is like having no sleepovers i think that would Mm -hmm. definitely be a thing i didn't even think of that but that's good information to know for some of our moms out there that listen to our podcast very eye-opening it's unfortunate but like over half of sexual abuse happens at the sleepover um whether it's with the kid with this the with the brother or sister of the kid that's like this that you're sleeping over with or anything like that exploiting yourself on the internet a lot of times kids like to hang out with other kids that have more access to internet the Mm -hmm. cooler the cooler moms (laughs) so Yeah. yeah just make sure that you have just that you can have control of that situation because a lot of stuff happens as it goes over. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, good. 
for our <laughs> listeners out there, where is the best place to follow you? And yeah, if you yeah. can spell out your Instagram name. Yeah, my Instagram name is madlove21. That's M-A-D-L-U-V-V, like Victor Victor, 2-1. Okay, perfect. Yeah, that Yay! way you guys yeah, can follow, follow her me. and see all this information. For all the tea. Yeah. <laughs> on what's happening in the world <laughs> do you do so, like lives or stuff do you go instagram lives and answer questions like how can people yeah, like, ask you yeah. questions mm-hmm. sometimes i'll i'll do like ask me a question um but i'm really responsive well i try to be oh my gosh now it's gotten to be crazy that i don't think i'll ever get back to some of my older dms but ask me questions and i'd love to respond but look at my awakened they're called awakened highlights and that will give you a really good place to start with resources of how to kind of search for yourself i think that one part one really good thing about awakening people is to give them a a link or research Mm -hmm. don't just say do your research because then they'll be like what Okay. And what do okay. I believe, right? What yeah. do you believe, right? Who do you believe, right? Yeah, people be like, mm-hmm. yep. So I'm um, just sending them a link, like a really quick link to a little highlight synopsis of Pizzagate that would, that would drop people's jaws. Um, mm-hmm. So that's a really good place to start. But yeah, come follow me on Instagram. And anyways, well, it was so good talking to you guys. And yes, thank you so much for like coming on here and taking the time to talk to us. I know you have a busy life. And again, it was so good meeting you and just being yeah. able to talk with you. And yeah, I wish you the best of luck. And Yay. I hope you seriously- T- Take good care of yourself. Yeah, take good care <laughs> of yourself. Take good care I'll of your try. family. Keep everyone safe. Like, oh, I know being, being a truth seeker can have some consequences. So mm-hmm. me and my family will keep you in our prayers and make sure you- Oh, you guys are so are nice. But thank you for oh, doing this. Thank you. Like, thank you for like literally being a truth seeker and like helping people like see this because I think it was like a huge thing. I think it's awesome that people out there are really taking the time to bring that information to people's eyes that don't have time to look it up and that can count for you to do it. So thank you so much. Absolutely. Well, thank, thank you, you. For, for reaching out to me and having me on here. And I hope that you guys have a great day. You okay. too. Bye. 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 Bye.